if I want to know if I'm manipulating someone right now, am I trying to create a win for them primarily or a win for myself? Manipulation always creates a win for me. Inspiration always creates a win for the other person first. Welcome to the Next Level Leader Podcast, where I want to help you escape average and lead at the next level. There's more in you, and it's time that you learn to lead at your full potential. So join me on this next level journey as we learn to escape average one day at a time. It's time to grow to the next level. The world is waiting. Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Next Level Leader Podcast. My name is Corey Laster. I'm here with Jeff Cochran, and today we are talking about influence. Influence and how do we grow our influence so that it's not a temporary thing, but a, a lifelong, yep. long-lasting influence. Jeff, tell me, what is influence? Yeah, well, influence, Corey, at its its core is really just the ability to influence someone to move, to make someone want to make a move, make someone want to do something. The question is, how do we influence? And every leader is an influencer. Sometimes we think about that word today. We think about social media. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I'm not an influencer, Jeff. I don't have, you know, 3 million followers on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is. But influence is really, again, just that ability to move people, to make them want to do something, to go a certain direction, to take an action. And John Maxwell actually says that leadership at its core is influence. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less, because leaders are influencing the people on their teams, the people who work with them, for them, the people who volunteer on their teams. As leaders, we are influencing people to move, to take action, to grow. So if you're not influencing people, you're not leading people. The question, though, becomes, how are we influencing people, and are we influencing them the right way, or are we influencing them in a way that we may regret later on? So I just I have to ask, sure. is there such a thing as a bad influence? Is there such a thing as is as in leading someone, influencing someone to to do bad, not necessarily to do bad, but in a bad way? Is yeah. there such a thing? So, you know, we all grow up with our, our parents telling us, hey, you know, beware of people who are bad influences on you. Um, and they're talking about somebody who, like when you're a kid, is influencing you to make the wrong decision. Right. right? Um, but as leaders, we rarely are influencing someone to make the wrong decision or what we think is a bad or an evil decision. But in leadership, there is bad influence, okay? Bad influence is when we're influencing someone to do something good, but for the wrong reason or with the wrong motives, right? Maybe we're influencing someone to do a good thing that needs to be done, but they're not the right person to do it right? So um, the best way I know how to describe this is to really describe the difference between manipulation and inspiration. They're both forms of influencing people. And I first kind of thought about this and heard about this from a podcast interview that Ryan Hartley did with Bob Berg on the uh, Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. Okay. If you're not familiar with Bob Berg, Bob is the co-author of the Go-Giver series of books. If you never read the Go-Giver, it's an incredible book. Um, go ahead, get that in your library. It's a short read. It's an easy read. But the Go-Giver talks a lot about influence, and there's actually a specific Go-Giver book, the Go-Giver Influencer, okay? And as they were talking about that, 
Bob Berg shared the difference between what he called manipulation and persuasion. And uh, man, it's just been, it's been weighing on me. I've been thinking about it. It's brought a lot of clarity. So I think of influence and I think not of the difference between manipulation and persuasion, but the manipul- the difference between manipulation and inspiration. So here's the difference, okay? Manipulation is something we've all done. If you're a leader, you've manipulated people, okay? And it, as leaders, we've manipulated people in ways that we know, but we've also manipulated people time and time again in ways we didn't even know. You can manipulate someone and not know that's what you're doing, and really that not even be what you're wanting to do. You're just trying to to do the right thing for your company. You're trying to do the right thing for your business, to do the right thing for your ministry, whatever it is that you're leading, okay? But manipulation, when you look it up in the dictionary, the core definition of manipulation is to control. It's to control, right? It's to control someone or influence them to do something by control. So I'm trying to really take someone, here's the picture, and I'm trying to talk them into doing something they really don't want to do or feel called to do because I think it's the right thing to do, okay? So how do we manipulate people? We manipulate people through using negative emotions. We prey on shame, guilt. We leverage shame, guilt, anger, frustration, and fear to get them to do something. So um, you're trying to talk someone into taking a promotion. You need to fill a role as a leader. You want someone on your team to take that promotion, but they seem uneasy. They seem unsure. And you may use things like guilt as manipulation where you say, you know, this is really the thing that's going to help the organization the most. We really need you to step into this role. Uh, you're really the only person that that we want to step into this role. So, I mean, if it's not you, it, it might take us a while to to fill it. We really hope it's you. What are you doing? Right there, you're making the person feel guilty. If you're really a team player, if you really love where you work, if you really want to make an impact, then you would say yes to this promotion when the person is probably thinking across the table, I'm not sure this is the right step for me. Right? right? That's manipulation. Now, they may come out of that and go, you know what? You're right. I, I want to be a team player. I want to help the organization move forward. I am the best person for the job, so yes, I'll take it. But what happens six months down the road, 12 months down the road, three years down the road, they regret taking the promotion. And most often, they're going to end up, Corey, leaving your company, leaving your organization because they at some point are going to feel manipulated and go a different direction. So that's how you manipulate someone using um, guilt. But let's talk about fear. Fear, you may take the same thing and say, hey, we really think you'd be a good fit for this promotion. You know, I'm not sure. Let me take some time to think about it. Let me take some time to pray about it. I'm not sure. Let me talk to my family. Maybe it's the right move. Maybe it's not. And you say, well, you know, if you don't take this one, I don't know when the next opportunity is going to come up. Okay. If you don't take this one, you may miss out. What? I just want you to think about it. If you don't take it, someone else will. And, and what if they leapfrog you in the organization? You know, I don't know when the next opportunity for you to take a promotion like this and get this kind of pay raise for your family is going to happen. So I just really want you to think about it because I don't want you to miss out on what you could provide for your family. This this could be life-changing. What I do? I manipulated you with fear. It's your fears. What if I don't get the promotion? What if somebody leapfrogs me? What if I can't take care of my family? What if I never get this opportunity again? And you may say, you know what? I don't really want this promotion. I don't feel like this one's the right one, but I don't want to miss out. So you take it, 
right? So that's that's fear, that's guilt. Uh, we could do the same thing with shame. We could do the same thing with anger. You know, with anger, it's a funny one because it's like, hey, we have this opportunity. We believe you'd be great for this promotion in our organization. You know, you've been seeing problems for a really long time. You've seen a lot of things with the last leader that you just did not like. Right. This is your opportunity to fix everything that's wrong, right? And we prey on that anger. You know what it is? I could fix that. And they take that promotion. But manipulation, decisions from manipulation don't last. They don't last. Eventually, you are going to regret that decision. Because here's what I know, Corey. Here's what you know when we all think about it. We've all been manipulated into situations as well. If you're a leader, you've manipulated and you've been manipulated. But here's the deal. When you made a decision out of manipulation, you eventually regretted it big time. You eventually wished you'd made a different decision. You eventually got to the point to where it frustrated you that someone talked you into it, that someone pushed you into it. Okay, so that's manipulation. At the end of the day, it's influencing someone by control. And the best way I know how to describe it is this, to give you a word picture, manipulation is pushing someone to do something. And although we all need a push at some point, that push on the bicycle where you tell your kid, oh yeah, I'm still, I'm still with you, and I'm not, okay? We all need that at times. We all need someone to push us off the diving board and into the pool at times. That's a push. But think about it. Even as a kid, you felt a little betrayed when your parents said, oh, I'm with you. I'm holding on the bicycle, and they weren't. You felt a little betrayed when they pushed you into the pool. Now, there are certain times when it can be helpful. But if you push me into the pool too often, I don't trust you anymore. If you push me uh, on the bike too often, I don't trust you anymore. And what happens when the parent lets go too early and the kid crashes on the bike and they said, don't want to ride anymore? What happens when you push the kid too early off the diving board into the pool and they get that water sucked up in their nose and they feel like they can't breathe and they said, don't want to swim anymore? As leaders, if we manipulate too much, we're going to have people who don't trust us and blame us for the problems that they have. Okay? So manipulation is to control. Influence by controlling the word picture is to push, okay? Right. Now, let's talk about influencing people, not through manipulation, but through inspiration. Inspiration is the way I want to lead, okay? And inspiration looks very different. If you look at the definition of to inspire someone, the definition of inspiration is, is to actually put, some point, put something in someone, to put the urge to do something in someone. So take it, I've got this idea and I put it in you. I've, I've got this burden. I've got this passion. I've got this, this idea of how we could change the world, the organization, the company. And, and it's like I put it into your mind. I put it into your soul of what could be done, okay? But another part of inspiration is, is talking about breathing. To be able to breathe in, to be able to breathe out, okay? So I think about it this way. To inspire someone is to breathe something into them. To breathe a passion into them to breathe an idea into them, to breathe that next step into them, to breathe development into them. At the end of the day, inspiration is as a leader, when I inspire you, I'm breathing life into you to do the thing that needs to be done, okay? The thing that needs to be done, and you're going to feel like it needs to be done by you. That's not manipulation. So if um, manipulation is the word picture of to push, then inspiration is the word picture of to pull. Okay. Not I'm grabbing you by the arm and pulling you, but it's almost like I turn and head a direction and you're magnetized toward me, right? It's, hey, we're about to go do something that's going to change the world. You know what? There's an opportunity that just opened. 
on a team in our organization. It's a promotion for someone that's absolutely going to change the world. Let me cast vision for the title. I don't know who's going to take it, but I know whoever takes it, it's an incredible opportunity. And if the right person takes it, it's going to make a huge difference. I don't know if you're interested or not, but if you are, let me know. You turn, you walk away, magnetized. I am magnetized to that vision. Whoa, 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 whoa. T -t -t tell, me, tell me more about that promotion. How would that, how would that fit with me? Now, if the person knows it's not the right promotion, they're going to walk away and go, that is awesome for someone. But if they think it's the right one for them, they're going to say, tell me more. Okay. So here's the problem with inspiration. I can inspire someone of why that position is important and then still say no. And then I have to go inspire someone else. That's harder. It's much easier to just manipulate them when they say no. Right. But if I'll take the hard work, if I'll do the hard work and the heart work to find the right person, then when I breathe that life, when I breathe that idea, when I breathe that opportunity into the right person, they can't help but take it, okay? It's not a push. I'm pushing you off the diving board. It's a, I'm going to go and I'm going to dive off that diving board and you see how fun it is and you see what the water is and I'm pulled to having the fun the other kids are having, right? But just as adults, okay? So do I want to control someone or do I want to cooperate with someone to fill them with vision, with passion, with burden, okay? So when I think about manipulation, manipulation is not only to push, manipulation is to control, yeah. okay? Inspiration is to breathe life into, and it is to cooperate. So those are two of the biggest differences that I see between manipulation and inspiration. They're both influence, but one is going to leave people feeling like they got sold a bag of goods. They're going to regret it, and they're going to blame us, okay? One is going to leave people saying, you know what? My life changed, when that leader casted a vision of who I could be, what I could do, and where our team could go. You know, um, it's so interesting the way you just explained that. Uh, I was, I, as you were talking about manipulation, I was immediately reminded of a position that I held within a company. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, this is, this has to be done. So I guess I'll be the one to do it. It yeah. wasn't something that I was passionate about. It wasn't something that I, I ever thought I should be the one filling that seat. Yeah. But I got sold at bad goods. Mm -hmm. I was I was promised of how great it was going to be, yep. how much a of a raise it was going to be, and how much happier I was going to be. None of those things were true. Mm -hmm. And I ended up in a position with a company that I used to believe in, and I didn't believe in them anymore. Mm -hmm. I ended up sitting in a position that I, at one point, envisioned myself in, but after I was sold that bad bag of goods, it was, I don't want to be here. This isn't for me. You didn't just decide, you know what? This was not the promotion I needed to take. I want to find a different role in this company. What you decided was, this wasn't the right promotion for me. They didn't tell me everything. Mm -hmm. Now I don't, you didn't just say I don't want to be in this position. You said I don't want to work for this yes. organization and switched organizations and positions at the same time, mm -hmm. right? And now you have an opportunity where people have, have asked you, should I work at this place or not? And the things that you tell them about whether or not they should work at that organization are tainted negatively because you felt yes. manipulated, okay? Um, but one of the things that I look at, if you're wanting to know, have I been manipulating people, right? There's a couple of questions that you can ask. If I'm a leader, how do I know if I've been manipulating people or inspiring them? Because again, most of the time, we don't walk into that conversation going, I want to manipulate people. That's how I'm going to lead 
The leadership decision I'm making right now is I'm going to manipulate Corey into taking this position. No, we, we go into it and we say, gosh, we've got to fill this position now. Mm-hmm. I feel the pressure. I got to fill this role on my volunteer team. I got to fill this position in my business. I've got to make this decision. I got to start this project. Who could take this project? Who could fill this position? And we go, okay, well, I have to do it. Corey would be great. Yeah. Let me go talk to Corey. But then when you see that Corey's not buying in and you see that Corey's saying no, right there, often without thinking about it, we start manipulating because we're, we're trying to save. well, I don't know who else would do it. I don't want to have to go hire someone. I don't want to have to look for someone from the outside. Corey was the idea. The moment you start trying to talk someone into something, okay, mm-hmm. because you're scared, it's manipulation. The moment you start trying to talk them into it because you just believe it's the best for them, that's inspiration. So the number one way, if you say, Jeff, I don't know if I'm leading through manipulation, inspiration, or something in between, here's the question you ask about the people you're leading today, okay? And in a minute, we'll talk about a way you can find out, am I manipulating or inspiring? Which way am I influencing people where you can look back, okay? Let's start just with the people right now. Ask yourself the question, Am I asking them to do this? Am I casting this vision? Am I trying to primarily create a win for that person or that team? Or am I primarily trying to create a win for myself? Am I trying to create a win for the person or am I trying to create a win for me? Because inspiration is always first and foremost about trying to create a win for someone else. Manipulation is is always first and foremost trying to create a win for me, okay? If they say no, I've lost. If you say no to that promotion, then I've failed, then that's manipulation, okay? Now, both manipulation and inspiration can be win-wins. A lot of people talk about win-wins. One of the best ways I know to lead is to try to create win-wins, but here's the truth. There are always situations where there's gonna be a win-lose, okay? But even in a win-win situation, I can create a win for me and a win for you, but it's more of a win for me. I'm coming to try, if I'm trying to talk to you in that promotion, Corey, because I want to get that win for me, which is get that position filled easily with a person I already know, to, to be able to say to my boss, look at who I developed on my team to take this. It's about me, okay? If I'm doing that, when I tell you about how it's a win for you, look at the raise you'd get. Look at... You'll go from being a peer to getting to lead a team for the first time. Look at that. Look about the benefits, perks that you're going to have, right? I start telling you those things, they may be true. But if that is secondary to it being a win for me, I'm manipulating you. Because I'm either going to win or lose, okay? And I don't want to lose. But if I come at it from the opposite perspective and I say, you know what? I need to fill this position. I really don't want to fill it with anybody but Corey because I think he's the right person for it. So I'm going to cast some vision to Corey. I'm going to see if I can get him to take what I believe is the best role for his future. I just really think this could set him on a trajectory to move like never before. Here's the biggest thing. I think it fits his gifts and his talents, his leadership strengths. I think it's there. It's perfect. So I'm going to go try to talk him into it. And if he says, no, that's okay. There's other options. That's a, that's a little bit of a loss for me, but that's okay. But Really, I just want to talk him into it because I think it's best for him. I don't want him to miss this opportunity. So I come and I talk to you. Primarily, the win is about you now. I can still lose or I can still win, but I don't care whether I win or lose. There's another opportunity for me to take. I just wanted to give you first shot. Okay. Well, then I'm trying to talk you into it, not for me. If you say, hey, I'm not interested, it's okay. Hey, I just thought it would be a good opportunity for you, but I didn't think about it that way. And if that's not the best opportunity for you to right now in this season and in how you're leading your family, 
I totally get it. Okay. I thought about something. Sure. As we're having that conversation and I realize it's not for me, you then have an ally because I'm going to say, hey, Bob may be the best fit for that job. That's right. And you'll be like, yeah, I thought Bob may be a good fit too. But if you and I both are in agreement there, then that helps you to, as you're having those conversations with Bob, to convince Bob that, or not to convince, to give him that opportunity to see that, hey, maybe that would be the better fit for him. Yeah. And even if you don't bring that up, what I could do is, hey, th- you know, Corey, thanks so much for having this conversation with me today. I really hate that's not going to be the best position for you because I'm so excited about you being in it, but I totally get it. Um, let me ask you, I don't know which direction I'm going to go yet, but um, do you know of anybody either inside or outside the organization that you think would be a good fit, right? I may or may not take what you give me. You may give me the next best person. You may not. But even if I don't take it and hire that person, the fact that I asked you, even though you said no to the position, I walk away with more influence because you say, you know what? Jeff honored how I felt. He didn't get mad at me. And two, he asked for my opinion. Because here's the crazy thing. If we value a person so much we want to give them the job, but we don't value their opinion about who might be a good fit for that job, did we really value their opinion? Okay. Uh, But by valuing your opinion, you say, he honored what I said. He valued my opinion. He cared. My influence has now grown with that team member. Okay, It's grown with that team member versus if the person takes a position out of fear, they take the position out of, of, of really anxiety or anger or guilt or shame, then they take it, but they say, you know what? Something just never felt right about that. And who do they trace it back to? You know, I told him no. I didn't think it was the best, and he didn't even hear me. He just started telling me why I was wrong, right? They may not realize it in the moment, They're going to come back to it, though. And that person, if I manipulate you into taking that position when you don't want to, within two to three years, you're probably gone. Or you've become so toxic and upset that you're trying to cause damage to the organization. Okay, It's much better to say, I was wrong, but I wanted to give you the opportunity. Go hire someone else. Okay, That's kind of the difference. So I always ask, if I want to know if I'm manipulating someone right now, Am I trying to create a win for them primarily or a win for myself? Manipulation always creates a win for me. Inspiration always creates a win for the other person first. Let's create a win for the other person. Let's create a win for the organization. And and think about this, Corey. Putting a person in a position they don't really want or aren't ready for is not a win for the organization. Okay? Putting the person who wants the position in it that's a win for the organization. So am I creating a win for the other person and the organization first, or am I creating a win for myself and my own reputation first? That's how we can tell if we're leading through manipulation or inspiration right now. Hmm. That's it. That I have no words. Like it was, that's something that I've, I've heard of so many people having to suffer through so many people who've I had a conversation recently and and this friend of mine was saying how she's actually been in her position. She's really content with where she is. She feels like she's adequately placed mm-hmm. and she's using her talents where, where they are. And her organization is very much, hey, it's time for you to take the next step. Hey, it's time for you to take the next step. Yeah. This is what you need. This is what you need. This is what you want. And in her heart, she knows it's not true. She knows she's where she wants to be. Exactly. And that's okay. But because there's another position the company wants to fill, yes. right? they're trying to push. So we may not recognize it in the moment. Okay. So maybe you would say, now I know how to figure out if I'm leading through manipulation or inspiration going forward, but 
how do I know if I led through manipulation or inspiration in the past? How can I tell how I've been influencing people so that I can recognize it better in the future? Look at people you've led who have left. Okay. Okay? Whether you're leading a volunteer team, whether you're leading people part-time, full-time, doesn't matter. Whether you're leading one person or 10, look at people who have left your organization. Look at people who have left your team. When they left the team, do they still talk to you? Do they still ask you questions? Do they still allow you to lead them without a title? If they allow you to lead them without a title and they still seek you out and the relationship is strong, the odds are you've actually led them through inspiration. And because you've inspired them when they're not sure what to do, they're coming to you because they know you have their best interests at heart. Okay. Now think about the opposite side of the coin. Have the people who have left your team basically cut ties with you? Or when they talk to you, is it just surface level? Do they ever come to you and ask you for advice after you led them? Do they ever ask you to speak into their life? Have you heard from them over the last four or five years? Because if not, odds are they left and felt manipulated by you, so now they don't trust you. The real test after a person leaves is do they trust you enough to let you lead them without a title? Okay? And to be honest, Corey, I've experienced both. This is not, hey, good leaders do this and bad leaders do this. And I'm a good leader. Let me tell you what I did. And let me tell you a story about the bad leader I had who manipulated. Big, bad manipulator. No, this is actually, if I could be totally candid with everybody that's listening, I've done both. I've done both. I've got people who worked for me who let me lead them more after they've left my team. Okay, I can think about people who live in different states. I can think about people who worked for me years ago who still call me on a regular basis and they, they, they ask for my opinion on things. They, they allow me to lead them, and I love it because it's a great picture of inspiration. Okay, But there's also people who I know who wouldn't let me lead them at all and don't really want to have anything to do with me because they feel like I sold them a bag of goods. Okay, And I only really want to talk about the people I've inspired but I would be doing a disservice if I didn't say there's relationships that I've wrecked that at the time I didn't know I'd wrecked them. But now I can look back and realize I damaged people early who I was leading because I manipulated them and I never meant to. I didn't set out and say, I'm going to influence through manipulation. But what I did was I, I needed an event to happen so bad. I needed a win to happen so bad. I needed to build my reputation within the organization so bad that I put my winning above their winning. And at the end of the day, They've left the organization, they don't trust me, and they probably don't speak well of either of us. So my hope and my prayer, and I believe as I look at my track record, that I've led more people through inspiration to this point than through manipulation, but I can't really change that. What I can do is be honest and say, okay, let me look back at the places where I blew it, the people who I led by manipulation, who, who don't allow me to lead them now, and how can I identify where it went wrong, make it better in the future? Because the one thing I can control is today, tomorrow, next week, and this year. Am I a leader who leads and who influences through inspiration or manipulation? And going forward, I want to choose inspiration every time. And I really hope our listeners do as well. So for me, the same thing's true. There are people that I've led that I have no communication with at all now. There are people that I've led that uh, I still get to lead, even though I have no position over them. They're people who who I had the opportunity to lead in the same season during the same times who some of them I led through manipulation, some of them I led through inspiration. And if I look back, it's really interesting how 
you know, I was able to do both at the same time and not be aware of it. Yeah. So as I as I'm recounting, as I'm looking back over the past and thinking about those relationships, there are people I have no communication with now. And as I look at the relationship that we had in that season, it's because a lot of the things that I let them do were very manipulative. Mm -hmm. There are people who I still have relationships with who I was able to inspire. And it's really it, it it it's confusing for me as to how I was able to do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And as I'm, as I continue to lead, as I continue to have the opportunity to be an influencer in those circles or in new circles, yeah. I'm trying to make sure that every relationship is through inspiration. Every relationship is one that I'm inspiring someone to That's do right. what's best for them as opposed to manipulating them to, to do what's best for me. Yeah. Um, and that's the key. That's right. where the crux comes down to it. Who is the primary winner? Even if you're creating a win-win, who is the primary winner? Because people can see through it. They may not know what to call it. They may not know it immediately. They'll eventually see through it every time, though, Corey. And even if you're a leader who leads leaders, at the top of our organizations, way too many organizations, way too many churches, nonprofits, for-profits, it doesn't matter. Way too many organizations are promoting people who manipulate because they get a track record of wins. Okay, Don't just look at where a person won. Look at how they won. Talk to people when they take promotions. Talk to people when they leave. Do exit interviews. Find out those things. But also, look, when people come back to your organization after they've left, how do they talk to that person that led them? You can tell a lot about that leader through that. But if we put too many leaders who lead through manipulation at the top of our organization, it's only a matter of time before it topples and it falls. If you want your organization to last... You want it to last for a long time. You've got to find those inspiring leaders. And those inspiring leaders may have given up some wins to do what was right for the other people in the organization. So look more deeply at that track record. But also think about this. If you want to have a legacy, if I want to have a legacy that lasts, the only way for a leader to have a legacy of influence that lasts beyond them is for them to be a leader who leads through inspiration, not manipulation. Breathe the breath of life into the people around you. Show them what could be. Help them believe more. Help them to seize the best opportunities for them. And when you do, they'll talk about you long after you stop leading them, long after you're gone. You want a legacy? Inspire people. Yeah. Wow. Jeff, thank you so much for this conversation. I really hope that this is something that is beneficial for not just you and I, not just for the people who we lead, but all those people who are looking to get to the next level in their leadership. For sure. Uh, I My hope is that this conversation today is going to be beneficial and fuel someone who you and I may never personally know mm-hmm. and give them an opportunity to grow in that season So, or in their leadership. Yeah. Can you tell our listeners um, about some great things that are coming up? Um, I recently was able to join the next level living community. And it's been just so terrific to be able to get in there every single day and to see someone who is encouraging. Sometimes it's you, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's the other people in the communities. And it's just been phenomenal as that has been a place for me to be encouraged to keep moving forward, to grow in my leadership, to grow in my life. Uh, Mm -hmm. So will you just talk about the next level living community? Absolutely, man. And you were off social for a while just because really for mental health and everything else for your own development, because social media can get so negative. 
But the one thing I love about the Next Level Living community, it's a free community. We're housing it on Facebook right now, but it is a bright spot yes. on your social media feed. Um, it's filled not only with, with me sharing leadership principles, but there are other leaders in the group who do a fantastic job. I share stuff from leaders who are inspiring me. Um, I talked to someone earlier today, and I said the best thing about the Next Level Living community is that it is not a collection of leadership posts by Jeff. It's a conversation amongst leaders to help us get better. It's well over 600 people in the community right now. Totally free. Um, we do daily podcasts, tons of information, and uh, really just things to inspire you, to motivate you, to push you to be your best. It's all about a win for you. 100% free. And then with that, if you haven't taken a look at the Next Level Living Growth Circles, Growth Circles are that step up. You want a little more. It's an opportunity for you to get one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, uh, to attend mastermind classes. Uh, and, and in some of the circles, you even get unlimited access to our Next Level Living uh, course library, full of personal development courses. So if you haven't checked that out yet, you can go to Facebook, just search Next Level Living Community. It's free. Check it out there. There's information about Growth Circles throughout that page. Or just go to jeffcochran.online. You'll see on the front page where you can click uh, growth circles, find out more information about that. But I would love to connect with you. And if you want to ask me questions, you want to talk to me, you want to connect in your growth journey, the best way to connect with me and to connect with other listeners of this podcast is to join the Next Level Living community. So uh, do that, Corey, and I'll be there. And uh, I know I can speak for you, Corey. We'd love to meet him. Absolutely. I, I am every single day that I'm in there that I get an opportunity to check out what's being posted. It's something that uh, fuels my soul. Yep. It's something that I'm able to use usually in that moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've also found myself going back to what other people have said, going back and seeing the things that other people are encouraging one another in that community, yep. which has been really, really good for me as someone who had stepped away from all the social medias for a while and is slowly finding their footing there again. Yep. So thank you so much for that. Welcome, community. Man. I'm so happy to be a part of it. And I encourage anyone who's listened to this podcast to join as well. Absolutely. We'd love to have you. Mm. Well, as we're signing off, I just want to remind everyone that this is a great place, a great podcast to be a part of, and they are able to... Hey, together, we can grow to the next level. We can do it together, one step, one day at a time. So let's go out. Let's inspire some people. Let's lead through inspiration. And together, we're going to grow, go next level, one step, one day at a time. We'll see you next episode. See you guys.